0: back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. If you're listening to this, you are part of the Resistance. If you're new to the Resistance Broadcast, welcome. Whether you're watching on YouTube, hello out there, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever platform you're on, welcome. And we have a great show today. My name is John Hoey. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, a lot of D23 stuff that came out, we talked a little bit about it on Monday, but we finally got to watch the same time as you guys, who didn't go to D23, the footage that they released for The Rise of Skywalker, so that's what we're going to focus on today in our discussion, but of course we have the Will of the Force, which is back. One thing that's not back is uh, James Baney, because he is on location uh, at Bat 2, representing the Resistance, uh, so we are uh, a little jealous of him, I guess, but uh, joining me as always, you have stormtroopers you got sith troopers you got death troopers sand troopers all the troopers but we have a trooper right here because she's a little under the (laughs) weather but she's still podcasting with us because you don't want just me here guys trust me Lacey Gillerin, how's it going welcome back uh how fired up are you that we're gonna talk about all that awesome episode nine footage we saw
1: i'm super excited i'm so glad that we have things to talk about hi guys (laughs)
0: real things
1: John pitched a one man show to me, and I said, "No way, Jose. <laughs> not yeah. no, nope. so I'm here. <laughs> no.
0: Yes, I came this close <laughs> that close. so much more hat would have been in your screen, but no, not today. um, so, Lacey, I think we should still do Will of the force, even mm-hmm. though James is not here. You ask uh, the questions. you want me to ask the questions? Yes, all right, guys, Will of the Force is back, so let's send it to Mr.. Cured him way so he could send it back to me.
1: I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it.
0: There he was. <laughs> right there. All right. Okay. So, Lacey, let's do this right now. Um, mm-hmm. Will there be a nod to Alec Guinness somehow, some way, even subtle or not, in the Obi Wan Kenobi series?
1: Well, I think, yes, there will. There has to be. Um, I, I think that hello there is kind of a nod to him. So I'm sure we'll see that at some point, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I know people <laughs> really love that phrase, but it, it's become like such a joke now that like, I don't know how I would react if I actually saw it again. I'm sure I'd love it, but yeah. right now I'm just kind of just like,
0: mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. What do you think, John? Uh, well, with the hello there thing, uh, the only thing that I, I hate being uh, you know negative about stuff like that, because I know people like it, but it's just like, everyone it's the go-to for Kenobi and it's just he's such a important and and fleshed out character in Star Wars that Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. we like belittle him down to those two words sometimes and I'm like all right come on um (laughs) uh but yeah I think I think they will I just I'm not sure exactly how they're gonna do it maybe maybe it'd be cool if they had like a bartender named Alec or like something where you can just say like Mm. You know, like there yeah. there's the nod to because, you know, they do they did it subtly visually in like Man of Steel to Christopher Reeve in like one frame. They like put his face in and like they do that to the people who like were the first to play a character. So I right. I'd like to think they'll do it um, in some way. Uh, I mean, they did it in The Force Awakens by including him in that sentence. Right. Where he says, Ray. Yeah, that was him. So I, I think it'd be cool. So I'm going to say yes, they will. So um, two for two. Not bad. I wonder what James would have said on that. I guess he can give us his feedback.
1: Well, James hates Kenobi, so he, probably he doesn't would hate be like. Kenobi I'm skipping this question.
0: He just didn't want, <laughs> doesn't want the series, and then he's gonna watch it and be like, "This
2: was awesome." <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> his little James beanie bangs. You know.
2: What
1: is he, Justin Bieber now? <laughs> what was that?
0: Okay, the next one is a Patreon submission from. One of your favorite names to say, Commander mm. Mark at the kind of vacants. The
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of vacants.
0: And Commander Mark, who hails from Hawaii, Taurus
1: Pizza,
0: had to say, to oh yes, Taurus Pizza, had to say, will there be a reveal that the Mandalorian actually has a wife and kids? Um, so, I'll take this one first. And I'm going to say no. Um just because I feel like that may complicate things a bit too much. And I don't know where they want to go with the story. Um, but I mean, it's it certainly is possible. Like, it made me think, of you ever seen Mad Men?
1: No. I know of it, but I've never seen it. I that. mean,
0: in the very first episode of the show, you see this guy and he's a hotshot ad exec and he's out drinking. Yeah, Hamm? Yeah, he's, he's out drinking late at night and he goes and sees his girlfriend and... You know, they have the night together, and then all of a sudden, he's the next day. He's back at work, and he's like, "Oh wow, here's a swinging bachelor ad man." And then at the very end of the episode, he goes home to his normal family in the suburbs. So it's like it makes me think of like the the Mandalorian. Like he could be doing all this stuff, and then he's like, "Hey honey, I'm home." Puts his helmet on the coat rack. Oh, and he's no. Like, no, but I don't think so. What do you think?
1: I don't think they're going to do that, at least in season one. I think season one, they're going to set him up as this loner that you don't really know a lot about. I mean, in all the stuff we've seen, he doesn't really talk much. He said like one line. Uh, He's very mysterious. I think they're going to set up the world and the characters around him. And I think season two is where they're going to dive into who he is. They might give it like little bits and pieces here and there in season one. But I think the focus isn't going to be on his backstory. It's going to be him as an individual first. And then they could go into backstory later.
2: So yeah,
0: no, I, like I don't that. think they will. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm I'm kind of afraid, like I don't want them to do the whole like like Punisher thing where it's like I had a or the gladiator, like I had a wife and kid and they got killed and that's why I do what yeah, I do. Yeah it's Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. I I have seen that so much and I like that I like, I like revenge stories. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to see that again and in this in this realm. Yeah. But um yeah, I guess I mean, I like your idea, though, that season two, maybe they can kick the door open and, and introduce more backstory stuff, So, right. um, which they're already doing pre-production for, so that's pretty cool.
1: Nuts. Yeah. So nuts.
0: Um, all right, next one. Will Ray's red, double-bladed, hinged lightsaber that we saw in the footage that we'll talk about later mm-hmm. uh, be sold as a toy or collectible in re- at, uh, with retailers? So what do you think? You're a big collectible person. You like your lightsabers. You have your force effects lightsabers what do you think
1: i think the first thing i thought when that clip came up was oh i can't wait to see the toys for this because you know they're gonna sell toys because it's money (laughs) and it's merchandising and disney Mm -hmm. loves money and merchandising so why wouldn't they make a dark ray toy like Mm -hmm. because as much as we talk about on the show about how ray is the hero of the trilogy and you know little girls look up to her and stuff like that they also think it's cool sometimes when it's a bad guy. Like little kids love Kylo Ren, so this could yep. be no different. And again, it's just another toy that they're gonna make. But hey, if we go to New York Comic Con, maybe we can ask Hasbro if we interview them. Hey, are yes. you gonna make a dark
0: toy? Um, and I wonder, do you think they'll make like a full-size lightsaber of that lightsaber?
1: The hinged lightsaber. Mm. Um. I would want them to because okay. I would totally buy it. I don't know if they would immediately. That might be something that comes down the like down the road because mm-hmm. they've it's taken some time for them to get other things in place. But at the mm-hmm. same time, they had a gun, not the gun. the weapon that the uh, stormtrooper uses to attack Finn in the force awakens. Right. They just made that last year and that's a hinged spring action toy. So I could see it coming down the road, but probably not to begin with.
0: Yeah. Um I just know I was joking with um Robbie Fox of Barstool about about I guess we're going to duel each other at at uh, in Anaheim. We got oh, to are? Yeah. so I, oh, We got to okay. start training. But oh. That th- if they made that thing, the hinge would snap right off. Like the when you release it, I just felt I just feel like that thing would swing down and pop snap off, you know?
1: Yeah, a lot of the props that they make in movies aren't necessarily like ready for battle they're just for
0: yeah like looks yeah and they some of them say like you can clang them together but it's like you gotta be careful with those things especially Mm -hmm. the ones that are like a couple hundred bucks like I'm not gonna go to Galaxy's Edge and spend 250 on a lightsaber and then go banging it around fighting with people like yeah
1: probably not
0: it's going on the wall so um yeah I think they will do it though um like you say they love merch so all right next one patreon submission Evan Harris thank you Evan he said Um, will we see Kylo? Oh, no, we see Kylo wearing his mask in the posters, but never in any footage thus far. So Mm. will we see his mask break during the fight with Rey on the Death Star wreckage? You go first.
1: This question's tricky because all the posters and everything have him in it because it's easier to show him in marketing as the bad guy than to show Adam Driver. Because once he takes the helmet off, you kind of connect with him more. Whereas when he has the helmet on, you're like, that's a bad guy. Yep. But then on the poster that they released at D23, he has the helmet on and he's fighting Ray on the Death Star. But then in the footage they released, he's not wearing the helmet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So will he destroy the helmet on Death Star? I think that he will t- destroy the helmet prior to that fight. Because you when he's getting...
0: He's going to destroy
2: it?
1: Yeah, I think he's gonna destroy it, or some someone else is gonna, gonna destroy it. Uh, Lacey's laughing
0: because if you're not watching on YouTube, I muted my mic and just had a violent sneeze, uh, so you didn't hear it. But she saw it. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw it. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't. It's so tricky. This is one of those questions that, like, I can't fathom what the actual answer is because it is so puzzling to me that. I get that he rebuilt it because he needs to like put it back on to be the bad guy, and and, and it looks cool in marketing. And you know his helmet. who do,
0: you know who does know.
1: Uh, hey Bob.
0: Uh, hey Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't.
1: It's it's a tricky question, Evan. Mm-hmm. This is a really good question. Well done. Um, I, will he destroy it? It's like specifically in that fight.
0: All right. So yeah, he asked, "Will it break during the fight with Ray on the Death Star?" Um, I don't think so. Um, I think the poster's just the poster, and they wanted it to look cool, mm-hmm. and it distinguishes him if you put him in the mask. Um, right there. Um, I don't think we've ever seen Kylo Ren fight with like lightsaber duel with his mask on. So I think that would be kind of cool to see, like hear his voice through the mask as he's fighting with it. Oh yeah, he's, we haven't. Yeah, because on Starkiller Base he was without it, and when he fought Luke. He didn't have it. And when he was doing right. the thing with the Praetorian Guards, he didn't have it. So I think we need a little masked Kylo Ren lightsaber duel. So I hope they duel at least more than once. And right. I hope one of them is with a mask. But I don't think it's breaking during that fight on the Death Star. Though that, that'd that be cool. It was a good question, though, Evan. You got me thinking. That's for sure. Right. All right. The next one and the last one, Lacey. Mm-hmm. We know C-3PO is set to have a considerable role in The Rise of Skywalker. Anthony Daniels is obviously very excited about this. Right. Um, so for the other three main droids, who will have the most screen time? And I know we joke on this podcast, where is R2, right? So BB-8, R2-D2, or Do? which one is going to be on screen the most out of those three?
1: BB-8, because JJ invented BB-8. He's Poe's buddy, so he's going to be with Poe. Mm. He's going to do some wacky thing to save them at some point, like R2 used to do. I think it's going to be BB-8.
0: I think you're probably right. I just wish it was R2. Just, (laughs) it's just like the last, the last one.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm probably gonna have to go with BB-8 also, Mm -hmm. but damn it, I wish it was R2.
1: Where is R2?
0: Where is R2? (laughs) We're going to talk about that in, uh, After our next segment, but Lacey, the will Mm -hmm. of the force is done, but we have something special we do, and you're going to say what that is right now.
1: Yeah, so right now we're going to go into the Patreon pod race. This is a segment that we brought up once we started our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, and we let you guys be a part of the show. So our general, Neil Lowry, our general of positivity from the UK, um, it's his turn this week, and we asked him... Who does he want to see show up in the Kenobi series? Ooh. So, Neil, take
2: it away. Hello, Broadcast. General Neil here. Uh, characters that I like to have for the Obi Wan series probably the voice of Qui Gon Jinn, the cameos or intermittently appearances from Aunt Brew and Noen Lars. I'd like to see the, uh, what, Drove Owen to be antagonistic towards Ben in A New Hope. Hopefully we can see the the first seeds of that. Uh, Maybe Ben going into the cantina and just having a scat around and maybe opening up uh, an unlimited bar tab for himself. Uh, Probably some run-ins with some Tuscan Raiders or something. Uh, I think unless Obi-Wan goes off world in this series, I think... Characters he would meet or stuff he would do is probably limited, uh, to, to what I just said. So, but I don't know how they were branching out, and uh, but that's my thoughts on everyone. Keep up the great work and may force be with you.
1: Nicely done, Neil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> John,
1: what do you think?
0: Um, I I like Neil because he could honestly say anything, and I'd be like that just makes me feel good about it. So, um, uh, Neil, I know I like what you had to say. Um, it made sense. Um, bringing a- back all these types of characters in the Kenobi series and then even branching out and thinking about people who are in that timeline that maybe could also come back that don't necessarily interact with Kenobi like we could pan somewhere else and go somewhere else so the options are 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 limitless and I felt like that's kind of what you were hitting at there Neil and mainly that you're excited about the show and and that sort of thing and always as always thank you for your nice greetings uh at the beginning and end of uh, your videos so once again Neil you did a great job and thank you so much man for your support and uh, we'll obviously see you out there on Twitter and, of course, your next pod race.
1: Neil, thank you so much. You did such a good job. Thanks for keeping it positive per use. Um, I liked how you said that Obi-Wan would go to the bar and open an unlimited tab. <laughs> like, <laughs> how do I get an unlimited tab? I would like to know. That's my question uh, right. for next week. Um, but you did a great job. And I agree that there are so many possibilities, if depending on if he stays on Tatooine or goes off Tatooine, Um, But yeah, you did a great job. Now we're going to go to John, who's going to bring it into the discussion.
2: (laughs) Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Okay,
0: guys, the Rise of Skywalker D23 footage. It came, it went, and now it is our time to talk about it here. Um, So basically from that desert-looking party all the way to Dark Ray. We're gonna jump into it because it's probably the, the last bit of footage we're gonna see for this until a full trailer in October. So um, we got to get our fill here. So Lacey, mm-hmm. why don't you start by explaining where this thing starts off? And I don't, I don't really care about the first minute, like the montage of the first, you know. You don't movies.
1: care, John.
0: No, I do, but I want to get into the minute of. You
1: don't care about it.
0: Oh, Luke, looking at the twin sons. is <laughs> this? Come on. Yes. I love that, but I want to get into the new stuff. So where, where's the new stuff? It's the group looking with the Falcon behind them and they're on allegedly on Pasana, right?
1: Yep. They come up over the hill and it's Pasana, and then that's where we see the footage, which we talked about on Monday a little bit, um, from the descriptions people had, which was a big kind of festival street thing. It kind of looks like Burning Man or Coachella.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) R2 is not there.
1: R2 is not there. Um, and it has the chalk smoke in the air, like we talked about with Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we start off. So what do you think? Are they going to party? What's the deal?
0: Yeah, so this, I remember when they um, footage was leaked out from people who were in at Wadi Rum. They saw like these stand-ups of these character stand-ins. And it looks like mm-hmm. what, what type of species or whatever is going to be there at this location. So I'm very curious right. to see what that is. I don't know if it's like they're crashing this celebration and they're trying to look for something or or what's going on because everything else we saw around this planet looks like it's warfare with the store, the troopers chasing the speeders with Ray on the desert with Kylo running the TIE Fighter coming at her. Mm-hmm. And like, so where does this fit in where they just pop over here and they're like people shooting off confetti? So I honestly don't know what's going on here. It doesn't look like it's in an aggressive situation. The one thing it does remind me of visually is when Obi-Wan, C-3PO, and Luke are overlooking most Eisley. And mm-hmm. it's just like, there's or Finn
1: that. Finn looking over... Uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah, when he's on Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like one of those things like, okay, there's that. And this is maybe like one of them, Poe knows them. And they're like, these are these types of people. And you have to, you know, this is how you have to get around. And this is their type of greeting. And Joey will like grunt or something like one of those things. But (laughs) it's a cool shot. Colorful. Looks like a bowl of fruity pebbles.
1: We discussed this a little bit on Monday. But do you think that's where they're going to see Lando for the first time?
0: Oh, you think like Lando's like partying there or something?
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I feel like either James mentioned it or you, one of you mentioned it, that maybe that's where they're going to find Lando or that's where they have to go find something. It wasn't
0: me. It must have been James then.
1: Because the yeah. weird thing is that in the Vanity Fair images that were released and some of the panel images, Ray is wearing a very specific necklace in mm-hmm. those desert scenes that she doesn't start off with in that first shot. Yeah. So it makes me think that they had to go there for something. What is it that a Crimson Dawn is? necklace? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Could it be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. No, I, I think it's just going to be really fun to watch because you're probably going to see a ton of creatures and puppets and people in yeah. makeup and stuff like yes. that.
0: Like a lot of like little like oh, what is that? What is that? Look at that. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. I like that. Yeah, um, it's
1: going to be a scene that every time you watch it, you find something new.
0: Yeah, definitely. And. Who knows what at what point that takes place in the movie because I don't know where they're going. I, I think that jung- the jungle thing is um, the beginning, I think. I Me think too. J- I think J.J. said even said that, that still oh, that they showed at Celebration yeah. when she has the stick, it's not her staff. He said this, ha- this is at the beginning of the movie. And then they showed that shot, not to get away from this footage, but to try to put things together, of them standing in front of the Falcon on the jungle planet they're probably mm-hmm. all getting together to go to what? And maybe that's where this she sees place.
1: Leia. So Leia's yeah. at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I wonder if Leia's just at the beginning of the movie. Like I don't know. Interesting. But
1: maybe which then leads us into the next shot, which is Leia, which is yeah. oh pretty much the God. shot we still have seen. Like we've yes. seen her back, we've seen the front. We've yes. seen this shot a couple times. This was a little like longer, but it's still mm-hmm. pretty much the same shot.
0: And it's we 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 did a report on this um a couple of months back on star wars newsnet about how they're also going to be using existing shots that were in the force awakens right. and reusing them um repurposing them and this is one of those shots and she looks it looks great it, it looks, like, it looks she awesome. like she was there and you know her brother uh todd fisher on um I and mean, when clayton sandell came on our podcast and he was like you're going to feel like uh, she was there and like she was filming and had filmed Mm -hmm. this movie. They're not kidding. Like if this one shot of her is any indication of how she's going to be implemented into this, this movie, we're going to forget immediately that she, she uh, died before this movie was produced.
1: It's definitely going to be an emotional experience watching her on screen, knowing she's not here anymore. It's going to be very sad.
0: And also that she doesn't get to see the final movie. Like I she doesn't know. see yeah. how this Skywalker story ends. Like that's that's sad to me. Cause she probably, I'm sure she got to see, um, the last Jedi or cuts of it or something, right?
1: Probably, cause she passed away in December. So
0: she passed away right? December the year before, though. Oh, uh, right? Yeah. She probably yeah.
1: saw something about it.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's sad, though. So 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 it's moving Leia, away but, from sad. Been moving away from sad. Yeah.
1: The next shot is the ships, the Resistance ships that are coming out of hyperspace. Right. It looks like they're the X-wings and all the y- different wings. Y-wings,
0: B-wings, I think maybe an A-wing and something that a lot of people are circling that looks like a YT freighter, but it's not the Millennium Falcon.
1: It's not, yeah.
0: Yeah, so people are curious about that. Um, I heard some people theorizing that maybe that's what um, Finn is on, but I don't know. And then I think we see... Um, like one of the uh, Corvettes, like the uh, v 4 um, mm-hmm. in the mix. So I think they're Which bringing... this could be
1: the one that they show.
0: Yes, yes. That could be the one that they showed at Celebration. Um, they're bringing up all the old stuff. The only thing I haven't seen yet, though, is the T-65 X-Wings with the full engines that mm-hmm. like the, the old X-Wing fighters used. To... I, I need to see that. So maybe they're safe. <laughs> I don't know. But wasn't there a leak or rumor, a set rumor, that someone saw an old T sixty five at one of the locations? And they're like, that's one of the old X Wings or something like that.
1: No, I think the only X Wing we saw from like leaked photos where it looked like a like Poe's X-wing, like a black one.
0: Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so well, But what do up. you
1: think about that? Do you think the teams all coming together?
0: I think so. I think it's gonna be one of those situations where JJ smoothly implements fan service with a need for it in the narrative. In other words, like he can use big moments to bring in a lot of things and go full circle instead of like having to keep peppering things. Here's a big shot where you're going to get all these ships you remember. And I don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but here it is. I think that's that type of thing. And also like a rallying cry, maybe people who've been out of the game since the empire fell Finally are like, you know what? I'm old. My ship still works. I'm getting back in the fight. That type of right. thing. Maybe right. maybe that's where we get like a wedge antilles or something like that. Those like that shot just is triggering that type of like rallying cry type of thing to me.
1: Yeah, because we talked about it a couple months ago and we compared I compared it to Ray Player One, where at the end he's like, let's all get together and join together. Yeah. And yeah. they all show up. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yep. that's gonna be a really cool moment. And then on the other side, we have Imperial ships. Now, guys, we talked about this on Monday a little bit um, from what we heard from the footage from D23. And at first, a lot of people thought they were First Order ships that Mm -hmm. were kind of floating in space with the lightning and the craziness around Mm -hmm. them. It doesn't look like First Order to me. John, what do you think? Do you think they're First Order ships?
0: These, and I agree, these look like Imperial Star Destroyers. This looks right out of Empire Strikes Back to me, mm-hmm. uh, times a billion, though. Um, I'm curious to see where the line ends, because it gets, like like an old Bob Ross painting, it goes from like dark midnight blue to black, and the, mm-hmm. the shadows keep going. Right. So is this the Palpatine, you know, hidden fleet, that we joked about that's in the, you know, unknown regions for 30 years or whatever. These are old ships. Um,
1: Are they just idling there? That's my question. Like, what's the deal? Are they just like there?
0: I feel like it's like when a Navy assault happens and it looks like it's slow, but they're just Mm -hmm. coming full speed towards you type of thing. Um, But, and I heard a few theories because I I try to put my ear to the ground and see what other people are saying.
1: Yeah, I've heard two things.
0: I heard people say, like, well, what if this is the good guys and they found these ships and they're using them? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so either.
0: Because you don't show all those good guy looking ships and then show this and it's like, well, well, then what are the bad guys using? And I'm sorry for saying good guy, bad guy, but Star Wars is simple sometimes, guys, okay? It's easier. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Which then goes into
1: the shot of Finn and Jana kind of looking at it, but you don't know if they're actually looking at that. They just cut it together.
0: Yeah, who the heck knows? But yeah. What, what, what what's your take on the on the Star Destroyers though?
1: I think they're they've been hidden away and they're coming across them or they're coming out of hyperspace after being gone for a long time.
0: Do you think it's something the first order picked up as extra reinforcements, or do you think it's a Palpatine thing?
1: I think this is one of those plot lines that's gonna be a surprise to both sides. Like the First Order what didn't know about it. It's and Well, so that's the thing. That's the other thing people are throwing around. I keep saying thing. That's the other theory that I've seen thrown around is that Thrawn is going to show up. Oh, people are actually saying that? I was kidding around. No, people are actually saying that. Oh, man. Do you think Thrawn is going to show up?
0: No.
1: Why not, John?
0: I just don't. He, he, he's with
1: Ezra. There's space whales. He
0: hasn't crossed over to live action. I know they did the Pierce Brosnan looking thing. In, what if it is mural. Pierce Brosnan? Then, then I honestly, it would take me out of the movie and bring me right back to Celebration, where we were all laughing about that. That's Pierce Brosnan on the mural. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just the thing about Thrawn, I don't try to like burst people's bubbles, but I really do separate my brain from the movies and other live action with novels animated and all that stuff. And I know nice. James thinks that, as everything is the same equal canon, I just don't see it that way. And I don't know if you're, you know, regular star Wars fan, I'm not even going to say you're casual star Wars fan. Cause that's disrespectful to them. You're regular star Wars fan. Who's not nuts. Like we are, you are listening out there and watching. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, who's that? Yeah. Like why is an avatar character, in a star Wars movie. Like they will ask those questions. And then, so I just don't know. And do you need more, another character of that grand position entered into this? We already have the new guy pride. We still have Hux, Kylo Ren, Palpatine, and then all of our good guys. I just don't think he, he would fit in. So I, I, I'm not buying that one. What do you think?
1: I don't think Thrawn's going to show up. I think it's too confusing. We've said this before, like making that jump to live action is just confusing to anybody outside of our bubble of diehard fans. Um, But I think it's also important to remember that a lot of people, myself included, sometimes don't know the names of all the different ships, but I know the difference between First Order ships and Imperial ships. The normal, everyday Star Wars fan does not. So I guarantee they saw the ship and they're like, oh, look, bad guys. So just remember to keep that Within reason, too, sometimes, right. but yeah, they cut to a shot of Finn and Jana looking at it, which is interesting to me because that means that Finn and Jana kind of stay together. This movie, they're a couple of buddies,
0: you think a little more than a couple of buddies?
1: I don't know if they're romantic, I haven't seen any evidence of romance.
0: Like the end of the movie, there's gonna be like a little Finn.
1: I mean, that would be adorable, but little I don't Finn know. Jr.? I, I honestly don't know. They, they haven't shown me any evidence of romance, so I don't like mm. to just assume. I'm not someone, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not someone that just ships people when they're in the same room together. I need some type of evidence to then support said romance.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so right now, I just see them as being buds,
0: mm-hmm. being
1: friends, being stuck in the situation together. Yeah, if in I mean, the movie they have a romance, I'm totally for it. We I'm saw right there them. with you.
0: We saw them on the honorable Hans. We saw them... Uh, now. But in not riding shot.
1: together on one.
0: So no. that's another oh, no. thing. No, but I mean, they're they're constantly paired. Right. So this could be someone from uh, his past that, you know, or his family that he was taken from, you know, it could be something like that. Or it could just be someone new they met and like a Scooby-Doo situation, They're like, all right, her and I are going to go here, do this real quick. Like, I just hope it's not like the same thing with him and Rose. I hope they don't repeat a similar type of um, beat there, but.
1: Yeah, it's also interesting in that scene with them, there's clearly a gloved hand behind them. Yeah. So someone is flying the ship that they're on.
0: Yeah, you can see the full helmet. So there's like yeah. a, a a stock Star Wars pilot-looking guy or girl <laughs> just there that it's the action figure that you buy to complete the set, not because you want it. It's like <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, they're just like, button, hit button, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm curious if that's uh, the Tantivy, because what if they're looking out in a giant open window type of thing, like the front of that ship, or if they're on something completely different, but um, he looks concerned, that's for sure.
1: He does. He has that look. He
0: has the, the that John Boyega, I, I'm very concerned look.
1: Not even that. The look we talked months ago, we were talking about like what Rose's part would be. I said that they'd have a clip of her where she looks concerned at the camera and it just <laughs> kind of pushes in like that's the look. Yeah. The look. <laughs> Speaking of looks. Next part is C three PO with red eyes. So,
2: what do you so far,
1: <laughs> so far, months ago when we saw this like poster that leaked on Reddit, that we were like, "Is this real? Is it not real?" Everything on that poster has come true so far, mm-hmm. including this C three PO that has like he's wearing like Chewie's bowcaster. Remember we called him a coat rack, and now he's got red eyes. Yeah. So the theory is that they accidentally program him with the wrong.
0: Whose theory is this?
1: It's on Reddit. I'm <laughs> sorry. I should probably give credit to these people, but I just see it all. I see all different things. I, it's hard to remember. Well, I don't but... think
0: you need to give credit to theories because they're theories. It's not like... Sure. Right? I just feel
1: bad bringing stuff up and not saying who said it.
0: Like if they made a GIF out of it and then said... Oh. Then I would say you'd have to give them credit because making GIFs is very hard. So you have to source your GIF creators. It's an art.
1: Well, speaking of sassy, do you think... C-3PO will be sassy with his red eyes. Is he looking to kill people? What At least, yeah,
0: I gotta be honest with you. I hope this is very brief. Um, I don't want it like this. This whole
1: I did see DJ Older, right? Daniel Daniel Older, Dan-
0: yeah. Daniel Daniel Jose, Jose Older. Older. So yes. DJ
1: Older, I was yeah. right, but he doesn't yeah. go by DJ. I just made that up. Yeah. Um, well, he... Twitter handles
0: DJ Older, so
1: maybe that's what it is. He brought this up because in Last Shot, he has the droids go evil.
0: Yeah, I remember. Um, but we've seen 3PO become a battle droid, and we've seen that, you know? Yeah. And what's with JJ wanting to keep adding red to 3PO? First with that damn arm, and now red, red eyes.
1: Arm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I tweeted, oh, you probably don't recognize me because of the red eyes, and now you must die. Maybe he's um, just
1: super high.
0: He yeah he could be baked um little uh droid edibles that's possible like
1: he just needs to like chill out a little bit like he's like really high strung he is high strung
0: yeah maybe he got a little toasty for this for this <laughs> final one he's like he's like I've been around a long time he's like let me try something new and R 2s like I'm gonna leave for a while you take this.
1: I'll come back. And by leave a while, I mean, like, for three movies. I'll never I'm show up, ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm going to take a nap in the first one. I'll show you a picture of a map, and then I'll talk to Luke for three seconds, and then that's it.
1: I'm interested to see what people think about the red eyes, because even in the clip that they show of the red eyes, he's kind of just sitting there like...
0: But what does the red eyes do? Did they have to replace his eyes, or is it a filter-like thing? Yeah. Is it a mode? Yeah. So, I don't know. I I'm very curious because cause 3PO can function and work with his eyes shut off. Cause we've seen that in Empire. Like mm-hmm. he had his eyes switched off or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just hope it's not a big thing in the movie. Like mm-hmm. I, I love like 3PO. A small bit. Yeah. I, I just don't want it to be like a big chunk of the movie. We walk out of the theater and we're like, that was that 20 minutes of 3PO that? thing, <laughs> like that's the canto bite of this like movie. We did not need that. You know, talk. yeah, because he already looks like he's doing a lot, like he's on that skiff with them, and he's like, hanging on, like he's in, he's in the mix, like, I don't know. I'm very curious what this is, but I don't know, reprogrammed, maybe, maybe he's possessed by uh, palpatine.
1: Oh jeez, oh no. <laughs> Staying on the same thread <laughs> as the red eyes, we ne- then have a laser beam. It kind yes. of looks like Starkiller from TFA, but it's obviously not. My mm. guess is it could be Kajimi, that snowy planet Mm-mm. that they go travel to in the mm. first trailer we saw.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Like I, I couldn't get a good grasp on what the environment looked like because I'm just so focused on what the beam is doing. It looks snowy. And, and also, I couldn't really grasp the scale of it because that could have been zoomed in on a small laser beam Like, what if that was, like, Kylo Ren, like, them putting his helmet back together and he's using, like, little laser beams? Like, we don't know that that's a giant weapon blast, for sure. It
1: looked like a planet, though.
0: No, it did. It did. I'm just saying, for argument's sake, I really don't know what this is, so I can't guess too much about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you hear things, um, like, um, we. I think we reported on this. I don't know where it came from, but people were saying, like, there was concept art. From the TFA that they didn't use. With like mini Death Stars on the Star Destroyers. Right. right. So what if these things are just like. And they have like ventral cannons. uh, Like on the bottom too. And what if they're just firing down everywhere. And like maybe. There's like 20 of those blasts. And it's not just one of those. Fire when ready giant beams. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I'm telling you guys. I said this on Monday. I don't know where this
0: movie is going. (laughs) Isn't it? Isn't it awesome though?
1: It's kind of awesome, but kind of not because I like to have some idea of what I'm getting into. But mm. JJ's like, not this time, Lacey.
0: Yeah,
1: we're going in fresh.
0: What if he's like, let's just use half of the actual footage we're gonna use, and put the rest in this clip? Because there's other <laughs> stuff. There's other stuff later I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, from this clip that um is definitely not polished.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, what is polished? Is Rey's lightsaber skills where she's slicing through trees, which is the next one, which is pretty cool. She does like a Thor throw then catch thing. But you had an interesting theme or uh, theory about this.
0: Uh, Oh, people were like, "You're wrong," but yeah.
1: I actually thought you were pretty right.
0: So she looks. Face gives it away. She looks like it's she's trying to free it like it's stuck because she's like. Like, yeah. like making that face, like when you're when something. She like made the in.
1: same face in TFA when she's trying to remove that plug to yep. open all the doors. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, and it looks like it was one of those things where she's like, "Whoa!" and it goes flying. Like yeah. she wasn't purposely trying to cut trees down.
1: And there's a training droid.
0: And there's a the. The yeah, the remote droid, um, which is uh, I don't know if it's the same one as that was on the Falcon from when Luke was training. That was uh, a little Easter egg in the Force Awakens. Sure. It looked like it had a brown tinge to it. I don't know. Yeah, if had like a reddish Reagan. tinge. Yeah, but um, I think that's the beginning of the movie. I think that's going to be kind of a light scene. I don't think it's going to be very serious. Right. I think sometimes they like to tease, especially with Ray. Uh, in past trailers like the lightsaber stuff they try to make it seem very serious and epic but Mm -hmm. in that clip of her training in The Last Jedi the very next thing she does is knock the rocks off and go through the caretaker's baskets it's a funny moment so I think this is going to be the beginning of the movie like she's not training I think she's done training I think this is practice like she's just like probably bored like oh this is easy and then to get stuck and she's like oh and it knocks all the trees over and she catches it and then leia probably looks at her and like makes a crack or laughs at her you know something like that
1: yeah i agree it was super cool to see though that she's gotten her skills to a point that it's been you know the time jump is there that Mm -hmm. she's skilled she knows what's going on Yeah. yeah she's still making mistakes and learning along the way but you know that her skills have grown to a point that she feels confident in them than she does in the first movie
0: and Um, you don't you don't want her to be perfect because you it's endearing to see your characters and your heroes have their like flaws and stuff still
1: right right absolutely um on the other side of that my boy kylo ren is in the next shot Mm-hmm. Yeah, just small character. <laughs> uh, he is in the next shot. He is in a dark.
0: Is this the strut?
1: Yes. Oh, the fashion man. strut. <laughs> this, is,
0: this is my favorite shot.
1: It is a very, very cool shot. There, the the, I've noticed that, though, with this movie compared to the other movies. There are a lot of really cool out-of-the-box shots that they've mm-hmm. had with this this movie so far. Um, and
0: A lot of my... dark blues.
1: Yeah. And Jess, who saw this trailer at D23, said that this was the coolest shot in the whole thing when she was describing it. And I mm-hmm. completely agree. So in the background is that ship that you see uh, flying at Ray in that the first time. Yeah, yeah the tie silencer thing,
0: but not silencer. It's like it's the not silencer. Di- yeah, it's a different one. It's had this whatever that one is in the first teaser. Yes, with that, that one red in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That
1: she jumps over. Yep. It's that one and then he's walking from it. He doesn't have a helmet on and he turns on his lightsaber and kind of drags it along the ground like such like a a pompous dude thing. Like that's what a like a cocky guy would do. Yeah. Like ah, uh, here I come dragging yep. it on the ground type thing. Yep. Um super cool.
0: I think cuz if I think when Ray's jumping over the tie in from the first teaser. Yeah. I think she's cutting that wing off and that thing's toast.
1: Well, if you look at the clip, it looks like something's laying there. So it could be this comes right after that because some of the theories are, could this be part of that flash fight thing that we're talking about where they go from place to place because it does look like a desert. It doesn't necessarily look snowy, but it's
0: super dark. Or this happens before that moment. Sure. Um, But either way, and he's not wearing his mask in this, right? He's not. Yeah. So but you
1: can't see his face. That's the interesting thing too, is mm-hmm. that they keep showing him, but you can't really get a good look at him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how. I wonder if that uh, scar is healed up anymore.
1: Mm, I'm trying to think of the shot they showed on Friday. It did look like it was pretty healed, but yeah. it's still there.
0: Yeah. The one of him in the cockpit where he's all like, "I just took a mud bath."
1: Yeah. Looks, it looks like <laughs> yeah. it's
0: faded, but
1: I just got beat. That's yeah. what it looks. Like. I just got
0: whooped, and um, yeah, I mean, I really like that shot. It's weird, like a lot of midnight blues in this, uh, in these, in this footage.
1: Very contrasty to mm-hmm. the very orangey reds, yellows of the desert stuff. Yeah, it's like we switch between these two looks.
0: And it seems like that is like Palpatine's color, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. when you saw like the Star Destroyers earlier in the clip. That's all midnight blue, like I was saying. And then you see Kylo in that shot, your first like single villain shot, same blues. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that's on purpose to make you like go there and make the connection, mm-hmm. but it's interesting nonetheless.
1: Yeah, so during that shot, we get Palpatine saying, your journey. Yes. And then it cuts to Ray and Kylo fighting on what we believe is the Death Star in the middle of the ocean, huge waves. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is that shot that I think you were getting... You're going to talk about (laughs) where you can't really see his cape in the reflection.
0: People are flipping out. (laughs) They are flipping out. Why? I don't know. People on Reddit like, and on Twitter, they're like, what does it mean? You see him? You don't see his cape? That means he's not really there. He's a ghost. I'm like, all right.
1: It means that Dan in visual effects was like, oh, man.
0: So I talked to Shannon Moran who has yes. done visual effects for other Disney movies. Yes. And she's like, that's just an editing mishap. Um, it's these types of clips are not finalized. It's probably just um, they didn't finish it up. And, and, and I even said, I'm like, you know, Shannon is probably this, This it's possible that one shot is going to be tossed away, not even used in the movie. So right. it's, it's purely, it is nothing narrative about the fact that you can't see his cape because his cape is CGI. Because they're yeah. not going to have him fight with a cloth cape because it can get all up in his face and like they got to hit. I think hit, he
1: so did f- right, but I think he did fight with it on from the Vanity Fair shot. He does have the cape on. I think he. They're just not getting the flippiness of it that they want, so then they use CG.
0: They use CG for like Superman and Man of Steel. It was 100% CG cape. Um right. Batman also. It's just a thing they do now because they can get the exact look they want. Right. And, the audience is none the wiser, so the, and then it,
1: the actor doesn't have to be weighed down by this exactly. wet cloth,
0: yeah. And long story short, um, so to people flipping out, there is nothing narrative about this. It's purely a visual effects movie making uh, faux pas, whatever, and it's not a final shot. It may not right. even end up in the movie. So if you see a billion YouTube videos or editorials about what why is Kylo Ren's cape in the shadow? It's because a visual effects guy was like, oops, forgot to do that.
1: Or, hey, can we throw the shot in? And Dan from visual effects, I'm just making up a name. I don't know if it's Dan.
0: Well, it's Jeff, he, right?
1: Whatever. Jeff, he was like, hey, JJ, I don't have time to do the whole
0: yeah. cape
1: and the reflection. And JJ was like, "Uh, it's fine. Uh, I just want the shot. <laughs> so that's why they put it in there.
0: I don't think anyone's going to notice. No uh, one's gonna care. it's a big shot and, uh, capes aren't a big deal. Uh, so, uh, They'll be satisfied. Uh, okay.
1: okay. I got to say, one of the funniest clips to come out of D23 was IMDb asked JJ um, something along the lines of like, you know, nowadays everybody has an opinion on Star Wars and where it's going and what's going to happen. And JJ just looks at the camera and is like, oh, uh, you think? And then started <laughs> laughing. And I was like, this poor guy. <laughs> but I'm sure yeah. he loves it. He he loves that kind of stuff.
0: I'm sure he's a little nervous about the reaction. but
1: He'll be great. JJ, you're going to be great. You're going to be I'm
0: great. It's going to be great. great. Incredible. It's a big movie. <laughs> Incredible. All
1: right. So then the next part of the trailer, I think, is the most interesting part of the whole teaser, which the screen goes black. We hear some blur- the uh, breathing. We hear Nears Its End from Palpatine. There's Darth Vader. And then there's, like, these other noises that are mixed in, which is a prime example of, like... <sighs> Star Wars sound mixing, which Mm -hmm. if you think of TFA when Ray and Kylo are fighting each other with their minds, like that is what I think of when I think of sound mixing. Like it's just so perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this clip kind of threw me because I get the Palpatine part. I'm like, oh, nears its end. Ooh. And then you hear Vader and you're like, ooh, Vader. But then there are these other noises that they throw in there. And I knew they do it deliberately, but I don't know what noise it is. And it has a very mystical sound to it. And that's what's throwing me.
0: First... I don't believe that Palpatine line exists. So I think they had to
1: reshoot it, right? Or they had to shoot it with Ian.
0: I think this is a new line.
1: Dang! So he is in the movie.
0: (sighs) Yes, I think he is. But
1: Luke said lines in TFA trailers and wasn't in TFA.
0: Yeah, I'm not. He wasn't TFA.
1: No, I'm saying like he didn't say those lines in TFA.
0: No, I know. I'm not necessarily saying this line is going to be in the movie, but. This is newly recorded stuff, as opposed to the cackle was which was old, unused yeah. cut from Return of the Jedi. This sounds new to me. Not only does the do, you can uh, hear I,
1: it in his voice too. the
0: The voice sounds like a fresh recording. Um, and also, uh, like usually, some lines of Palpatine like ring a bell. Uh, Your journey is uh, at an end, or whatever he says there. That nears its end that unless that's something from rebels that i don't remember uh which is possible like world between worlds he maybe says that i think this is new and i don't think they would use something from Mm -hmm. from animated so i think that's another way of you know jj lightly telling us like yes ian will be back i'm just not telling you how and and plus the poster you obviously see is palpatine's face
1: but john what is that noise
0: So, so yeah, is. so I, I'm very confused about this because you got Palpatine, you got the noise and then Vader breathing and someone claims that they slowed it down and you hear the word destroy. I don't know.
1: No, it just sounds to me. It sounds like, and I'm only thinking of this now because my husband's been watching Star Trek, like nobody's business lately. And it's like the biggest betrayal to me, but the noise <laughs> that they, <laughs> <laughs> the noise that the, that makes when they appear, when they've been beamed up, that's mm. the noise that it reminds me of. So you don't think trailer. it's a whisper?
0: You think it's a, just a noise?
1: It's like a high pitch, like.
0: You don't? Know, what? I forget. I just remembered this.
1: Everyone listening just was like, "Please don't make that noise ever
0: what? again." <laughs> so one of our listeners, I think it was the first guy, who recognized us at celebration. Sam, remember the guy who gives the candies? Yeah. The patches. Yeah. I think it was him who tweeted me this. He's like, Can you compare these two clips? And I had it was a
1: patch on my board behind me right here.
0: Yes. And it was that moment in this clip, and then also the moment right after Vader throws Palpatine down the reactor shaft that oh.
1: Oh, oh. So
0: is that because think about this. And he might mm. be on to something. It sounded a little different to me, but he may be on to something. First you hear Palpatine's voice, then you yep. hear that sound. Then you hear Vader's breathing. Is that JJ saying, "Yes, Palpatine's essence did go into Vader's mask?"
1: It could because when he gets electrocuted, all he does is go
0: <gasps> Yeah. Oh yeah, his his thing got fried. But I'm yes. saying this the sound of when you see the blue when Palpatine goes down, that like weird essence breathing sound from the reactor core is what I I think he's talking about here.
1: I'm going to have to go and listen to it because that might be it. I mean, it would make sense because everything in this trailer so far has been blue. And then when those ships show up, that color of that lightning and that reactor are in the sky.
0: Yeah, and that that would be very interesting to me. And that's the best thing I've heard so far about that sound because I usually try not to read too much into it, but you know it's there for a reason. They had to import it in.
1: Yeah. And especially because they make the screen go black. That is a deliberate, like, filmmaking. Like, we want you to pay attention to this right. moment.
2: Right. Well, so like that you're cackle. not looking
1: at anything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. JJ and then what- loves
1: that fade to black.
0: <laughs> loves the fade to black. And then what's next? Dark Ray?
1: Yeah. So, last but not least is Dark Ray. Guys, everyone has been talking about Dark Ray has been trending on Twitter for probably like four days now. It's, First of all, come on, guys! Do you really think Ray is gonna go dark? (laughs) There's no way. I like it because it's super cool that they would even do this. I think the lightsaber's super cool. Um,
0: JJ like sees clips of six-year-old girls hugging Ray at Galaxy's Edge, and he's like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna gonna destroy that." Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it. It's very interesting. Her background; she's in this kind of reflective background, similar to Last Jedi. So it makes me think it's, we've talked about this a little bit, that it's a vision of some sort or some type of moment where either she's reflecting on what she could have become. Kylo's reflecting on what she could have become. Someone is. Yeah. Um, but regardless, like props to JJ for throwing this in here. Cause so far JJ's trailers, he always has a moment at the end that you're like, what, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he's winning the trailer game um, and had people talking and, I mean, what was it like? The top four trends on Twitter were like Palpatine, Imperial ships, Dark Ray, and something else. So, Dark
0: Ray, yeah.
1: So, what uh, do you think about Dark Ray, John?
0: Um, eh, I don't know.
1: Is she wearing uh, a dress? That's what I want to know because how is she supposed to fight in a dress?
0: It looks like a, like one of those tunic things. Yeah. Like almost like the Kylo Ren sort of had in TFA.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, because someone tried to lighten the image and not James Bainey, wise guy. He tweeted, <laughs> "I lighten the image, and he just posted an image of a white page, which is nothing."
1: Oh, jeez, of course.
0: Classic Zanny Um <laughs> We miss you, buddy. Um, I think, yeah, like most people, and um, I think uh, we, we're running a poll. We're going to post results for on Monday um, mm-hmm. about you know what people think it is. But I think it's a, you know I think it's a vision without a doubt. I think it's going to be very quick. One of those sequences similar to her vision from TFA, but uh, a little more about the closure uh, of her choices as opposed to what's ahead or um, her learning about the force. So um, I don't think it's mu- you know, much to do um, if they were ever going to turn Ray Dark, it would happen in the first movie or second, not the third one. And they um, wouldn't
1: have put it in the trailer. That's the other thing, guys. You got to remember, no, they're putting yeah. these moments in here to throw you off.
0: Yeah. yeah so not... if
1: they were gonna, if she was really gonna go bad, they wouldn't have put it in the trailer like this. No,
0: of course not. Uh, but that's that. That'd be such. That's such a huge moment that uh, that'd be like in the trailer for The Empire Strikes Back, like Vader going, "No, I am your father," and you're like, "What? You Save that for the movie. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> man?" Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it's not much at all. Um, and people are going to be like, well, Anakin turned in the third one. I'm like, well, that's really that was really the middle of that, that was story. That, <laughs> this is the end. And honestly, guys, Ray is our new Luke Skywalker. She's draped in all white in this movie. She is the hero. Let's stop trying to knock Ray down for other reasons. Like, she's the hero. That's it. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a 30-second clip, and they're going to sell lightsaber toys okay. using it.
1: And I'm going to buy them
0: yes and then it's we're going speaking of
1: ray the music in this trailer is awesome bing, john williams bong, yep and the trailer ends with her theme but it's just like just piano nothing else very very light kind of yeah
0: yeah i i, it's, I it's, think but,
1: that lets you know this is ray's story by the way
0: it, it's not piano because people are going to correct us on this and it's not xylophone bells. glockenspiel or something like that xylophone I don't know. I don't think it's xylophone.
1: Yes, it is xylophone.
0: No, because we said that last time, and people yelled at us and said the correct. It's it.
1: xylophone.
0: It's 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 the Harry Potter bells. I don't know, guys. Yeah, it's, I know. Uh, they it's use Ray's... it for everything.
1: They use it for Jurassic Park. Like it's, it's basically the other instrument that John Williams loves besides French horn.
0: It's Ray's theme, and it's not menacing. How about that, guys?
1: It's very childlike. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um yeah I mean, I think that's it, right?
1: yeah that is that was exciting.
0: all right, guys. let us know what you think about our takes on that uh hit us up in the comments with your thoughts, things that you agree with with us, things you disagree with, and things that we didn't bring up. uh we only have a certain amount of time uh so let us know uh your thoughts about the footage and overall, just good stuff it's it's it, and it's good like I say, I have no idea where this thing's going and and I dig it, but now, it is time to hear from you guys right now on the podcast in Resistance Transmissions. <laughs> so, we're going to send it over to Lacey to see what the situation is this week.
1: Excellent. Guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. So, how it works is every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation, mm. and then you guys give your answers. The best, most creative ones make it on the show. I haven't read these. I don't know what the situation is. Mm. I try really hard. Sometimes I even have to mute our own account so I don't see them. I unmute. I unmute. Don't worry. I unmute.
0: Did you block us?
1: No, I just unmute just Uh, for.
0: Was there a block list situation?
1: No. Mm. Um, Okay. So the situation is what Star Wars character would you least want to be stuck in an elevator with and why? I don't count, guys. I'm not a Star (laughs) Wars character. First off, a lot of you said Jabba the Hutt, and we don't have time to read them all, so to be fair, we are acknowledging all of you. Great answer. Oh, yay. I read that with the least amount of emotion ever. A lot of you said Jabba, (laughs) and so-
0: We want to acknowledge. (laughs) Acknowledge
1: you. All right, so first up is Kyle at Tumbling Saber, at Tumbling Saber, and he said, Rick Ollie. 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 Ollie Man. I need to get up on my uh of names
0: you need to brush up on your TTPM
1: <laughs> hands down when the elevator came back on he'd naturally say the power's back and naturally i'd have to kill him
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like rick Ollier was like or george writing it was like yeah. i don't know if the audience is smart enough to understand so i have to have the pilot announce that the power's back even the though everything back. came back on yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. uh mellow at a gray jedi hi mellow he said chewy on mimbin pre shower scene
0: Ooh, stinky <laughs> wet dog is, if you've yeah. ever had a wet dog yeah yeah gross
1: next is bryce woodcock at the bryce is right but right <laughs> as in right something uh he said young luke skywalker hear me out once we got stuck he'd start talking about how his hunk his uncle wouldn't let him go to the tashi station his
0: uncle <laughs> you think owen's hot Lacey? his uncle
1: his uncle I read it quickly give me a break I'm on like five medications John
0: she is a trooper we talked about Uh,
1: how he has all these dreams of going exciting places how his father was a hero his voice is real cute the first few minutes but after a while
2: (laughs) got a point got a
0: point
1: I actually love young Luke but when we watched it for our Patreon commentary I was like I get it he's like mad annoying after a while no one understands me uh, next is Matt at Mighty Mass, and he says, Woo-her? Woo-her? Oh. Uh, woo <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> anyway, the bartender at Mos Eisley Cantina, guy looks like he showers maybe once a year tops. Mama the hut probably smells better.
0: Ugh. Mama the hut. Oh boy, word, is... word does look like he stinks. Word
1: though. does word. look like he smells. That vest probably hasn't been uh, yeah. washed a lot. Yeah. Next is Trash Buddha at Ronin So High. He says Governor Tarkin because he'd fill the elevator with his foul stench. Yes, nice callback. Well yes. done. Good job. Next is Moore fifty one fifty at Moore fifty one fifty, and they said Misa not want to be an elevator with big bad jacked fish misa scared of them big guns and teeth john what are you doing john stuff like Jack's
0: fish it's weird. weird
1: uh next is thomas sholin at thomas sholin oh is it is there an extra s no thomas sholin uh he said general grievous with that cough you're sure to come down with something i think yes. he gave me something from being in an elevator with him
0: grievous yeah or thomas
1: no, Graves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next is Steven and Santa at Steven and Santa. High A lot Steven. of handles
0: getting
2: gotten.
1: I know. He wrote Chopper dot dot. He may not have invented. He may not have invented annoying, but he mastered it. LOL. <laughs> Whoa,
0: rebels burn.
1: James would be so offended by that answer. Yeah,
0: I think James really likes Chopper. Me too. And Chopper was voiced by Dave Filoni. So is Dave Filoni annoying?
1: The mysteries of the world mm. that will never have an answer. Yeah. Um, next is Sean Santarude at Rude Cold. How rude, Sean. Uh, he wrote, if I was stuck with L3, I think her going on about droid rights would drive me insane. <laughs> <laughs> How Lando puts up with her, I'll never know. I, I can't agree more.
0: I can't either. Ooh. Yeah. I think it's, it's about time people came out and admitted that they didn't like L3 and that it's okay.
1: It is okay to not like a character. It's normal. Yeah. Um, and last but not least is the Norse Awakens at the Norse Awakens. And they said, Qui-Gon, because if he brought up anything about midichlorians, I'd have to smack him.
0: <laughs> Good luck. Checking my blood for infections, my butt. You're checking my midichlorian count, Qui-Gon.
1: What a liar. Yeah. a liar. Guys, thank you so much for being part of the show. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us at RBATSWNN on Twitter. And then every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky scenario. You guys give your answers, and then I read them live on the show. Um, Back to you, John.
0: Guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, being a part of the resistance. If you're new and you have fellow Star Wars fans in your life, Share the Resistance Broadcast with them because I guarantee they probably never heard of us. A lot of people don't even know Star Wars podcasts exist, let alone ours. So spread the word. That's how we're growing. Thanks to you guys. So I appreciate that. Um, And make sure if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to resistancebroadcast.com. And that's where you get a lot of your information on where to get our T-shirts, where to subscribe to us. Where you can find us as individuals. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey. You can find Lacey on Twitter at Lacey Gillarin. And you can find James Bainey at Myra Trunks. That's M I R A H Trunks. Or a food truck somewhere <laughs> in Ohio.
1: <laughs> or uh, on Batu. Where? Or on Batu. Oh, yeah.
0: On Batu. He is on Batu tomorrow.
1: hmm
0: He'll be at Batu. So if you're at Galaxy's Edge tomorrow and you see someone who looks like James Bainey,
1: A wild Bainey appears.
0: It's James Bainey. So there you go. Um, uh, If you guys want to support us and get additional Resistance Broadcast content, you can go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have five tiers starting at $2 a month. Gives you page access. And if you join up at the second tier, $5 a month, you can, as you heard earlier in the show, contribute topics that we talk about and a bunch of other stuff all the way up to tier five. The higher you go up, the more perks and benefits and stuff like that you get. And we just want to say thank you for all of your support. Uh, we're, we're growing on there and it means a lot to us. And we have a new commentary coming up, right, Lacey?
1: Yeah, Force Awakens.
0: Woo, the, the Force Awakens! Commentary. I'm excited to do that one. So uh, thank you all for getting us there. And a very special thank you to our Patreon generals. That's Carmelo, uh, who had a great resistance transmission before. Brian Shalito, Andrew Steli, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, who crushed that pod race early, earlier talking about Kenobi. Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you all so much, and thank you all for watching and listening. We'll be back on Monday morning where we're going to talk more Star Wars. That's what we do here. So enjoy your weekends, uh, your long weekend. So you'll be probably off Monday, most of you, on Labor Day. So enjoy your long weekends, and we'll see you again right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids.
1: Bye.